What's going on, everybody? This is Mike Bennett and Mike Baker coming at you live with another episode of the Weekly Tech Wrap-Up. I'm so excited to be here with you all today. This is episode 18. Uh, if you all missed out on the episode last week, uh, you can go check it out at uh, bohemia.media. And uh, yeah, just catch up to speed, man. We, we do this on a week-to-week basis as much as, uh, as, much as possible. But um, I'm excited, man. It seems like there's been a lot of uh, silliness that's been going on. And um, I've just been kind of dealing with it as far as, like, you know, the IT world and, you know, a lot of the shenanigans going on with these apps and stuff like that. But um, yeah. we'll get into that, man. How you doing today, Mike? I'm, I'm, I'm doing all right, man. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm chilling. I'm, I'm surviving. I, I just got finished going through a bike ride. If anybody knows me and sees this, this is like right <laughs> after I had my, my bike accident. So I'm, I'm cool, man. I'm good. I'm, I got the Advil in me. I'm sorry. <laughs> you had a whole movie moment over there. You got caught looking. Yeah, I had one of those, uh, one of those, uh, <laughs> what, do you, what do you call it? What's, what is it? Uh, something about Mary, one of them Wayne Girl moments. <laughs> Ran into a cone, flipped over my bike. It is what it is. Classic, man. That's the one. Uh, it's been a while. So that's the um, Beans Over the Frank, right? Isn't it? Beans Over the Frank. Yeah. <laughs> Who's beans yeah. over the front? Yeah, how you get the beans over? The, yeah, if y'all don't know, go go check that out. But um, what you talk about with um, something about Murray? I, I know, yeah, I know, yeah. I know the seven minute, the seven minute abs workout scene. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're talking about uh, we like he got eight minutes abs. I'm gonna come out with seven minute abs. He was like, <laughs> what if somebody come out with six minute abs? He was like, no, no, seven minute. What they say, seven squirrels sitting on a branch eating acorns on grandfather's ranch. Right. Seven. Yeah, I mean, I don't know about six. He was about to kill that dude for six minute abs, yo. Because you're like, yo, you can't even talk about my seven minute abs, bro. <laughs> man, if you got, if y'all had, if any of the young ones in here, man, if y'all y'all with us, part of what you take wrap up crew, you never seen that movie, Son of Our you need to get a history lesson. Like, <laughs> like funniest like movies of the past like century or whatever. But moving on, man. So y'all know what we do here. If you're new, what we do is we just do some constructive criticism of what's going on, all of the shenanigans, or, you know, the, maybe the stuff that's going on does not so much shenanigans. I don't know if it's a word. <laughs> and uh, for those who are doing the right things, you know, we call them out and uh, push them to the forefront, let, them know, let you all know that this is people that you can stand behind or this is good information to take in. So today we got some juicy topics for you all. Um, first things first, we're going to hit at. This article we uh, seen on CNBC.com, Trump's ban of Chinese apps has lots of precedent in other countries, and Apple and Google comply. Um, mm-hmm. That's we want to jump straight into that. I think that's something that um, has been kind of hot in the streets right now. All of the stuffs going on with the, with TikTok, and I uh, just after reading the article, I looked at something called WeChat. Uh, I've never used that, but um, yeah, it's yeah, part of the whole we, initiative. That's, that's yeah, that's real popular. That's real popular. I've never, I don't know. It's other probably, you know, again, other countries, you know, maybe I'll check it out. Maybe I, I probably won't. So what's going on, but we'll see. WeChat uh, is why is why Facebook split out Messenger. Oh, okay. Back back, back when they went back when they split out May Finch Messenger, their own thing. It was because of how popular WeChat was it's in other countries. WeChat, okay. All right. So that now well that 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 speaks for itself. All right. So we that's that's 
I didn't know that. Um, but yeah, second, we're going to get into it. says, report. Hundreds of apps have hidden tracking software that's used by the government. Um, now, you all, if you, if you all have been following the series of what we've been talking about, we always big on this whole thing of tracking and, you know, it's something that we, so it seems to be a reoccurring theme, be it that, it's, you know, it's a lot of, it's a lot of stuff out there. We just didn't know that, you know, we constantly being watched, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll it's an interesting dive. We'll get into that. And then lastly, um, free internet company, 35,000 Philly family cities, schools, Pure Comcast has spent 17 million on digital uh, equity plan. So and that's something I actually found that a little bit interesting because you know I'm thinking whenever whenever I hear stuff for free, it always has some some something hidden with it, right? So but um let's dive into it, man. Um Trump's ban of Chinese apps has lots of precedent in other countries. Uh what it so here when we were just you you heard with the introduction, we talked about uh, WeChat and TikTok. Um, I'm just going to read some of the key points from the article here. Um, since President Donald Trump issued an executive order, in case people didn't know, on Thursday, ordering the U.S. firms to stop doing business with TikTok and WeChat. Um, it also says overall, uh, see, both Google and App have, Google and Apple have removed apps from their marketplaces. Removed these apps from their marketplaces in different countries. Um, I, I think the now. The whole thing that's happening with TikTok, um, some of the, some, I don't want to say issues, but where I can see, uh, and, and <laughs> anybody that's, I guess, on, a, I don't know the whole the political jargon, far left or right or whatever, I don't necessarily stand behind all of Trump's policies and things that he's in, he endorses. But um, TikTok, if you look at the nature of social media apps and how they become what they are, all of these, you know, your Facebooks and your um, Twitters and stuff, it usually starts off with the younger generation catching catching hold of these things and it becoming a part of their lives and they tend to grow up with it and therefore it becomes something that's a part of just society right uh with tiktok what was going on is that there was a lot of underhanded things was happening where uh there was also called out for copying people's clipboards uh without them actually knowing and it seems that with tiktok just if, if you were to put tiktok in the frame of it being a American-based company, right, where it was just, everything was all American about it. The idea of people secretly copying uh, people's information, in particular their clipboards and things in their conversation, that would automatically call, it would be a serious red flag. But it becomes even more heightened. It becomes a level one alert, in my opinion, when it becomes something where TikTok is not American based at all. It's not uh, ran by an American company at all. It's in China, which we already, at the United States, already has a, a topsy-turvy relationship with China. And it causes issues with you know, just the, the, the idea of a foreign company having that much information and already having access to it is something that, uh, from my opinion, I, I don't really see it being an issue per se. I know. Well, so for those who commonly use the app, yes, you know, if it gets banned and people can't use it, yeah, you know, you have certain uh, influencers who will uh, probably go back to you know working at McDonald's job or you know not not you on a, if you earn an honest living that's fine, but you know a lot of people get their influence and maybe make has started generating income with these apps, but because of the security risk and what's actually happening, that all of that may go away. So um, that's just my thoughts so far. What, what you got to say about it, Mike? Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, I, mean I, I saw a post that was saying um, the other day, like the irony of 
TikTok being banned right around the same time as Instagram just released their new Reels feature. Um, and they released that like I want to say Thursday, Friday, like right before, <laughs> right before Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion released their video. They released <laughs> uh, Instagram released uh, the Reels feature, which is basically they already had it in beta in other countries, but they brought it to America um, the other day. And basically, um, similar to how Instagram took Snapchat's uh, stories functionality. Mm. Um, they just essentially added on because, you know, TikTok is very similar to Snapchat in a lot of ways. Um, they they basically just added on the functionalities that will make the stories feature seem run, do some of the same things that TikTok does. So basically, they they basically created all those technologies right around the time that Trump said he's going to ban them so that <laughs> if they do get banned, all those, all those uh, influencers, like you were saying, all those TikTok influencers, they have a place where they can immediately go. And in, and in most cases, a lot of the people that were TikTok people were already on Instagram doing the same thing. They probably just stepped over to TikTok because of the features that it had. And um, I mean, now that they're over on Instagram as well, it's, it's kind of no reason for them to jump to TikTok. And that was the same thing with Snapchat. It was like, well, if the story features are already in Instagram, then why go to Snapchat? And I mean, that's 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 been Facebook's MO for a while is if we can't buy this company, we're just going to clone the features and we already have the people. So the people won't find a reason to leave if we have the same feature they got somewhere else. I mean, yeah. that's like that's probably like the first car to come out with an air conditioner. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right, now Ford got the air conditioner. Now GM got it. Well, all right, there's no point for me getting a Ford no more because GM got them now, and I'm a GM guy. So, I mean, it's the same ideology. Still, them features claim, uh, you know, take it over. Um, I think, I, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, no I was, I was going to say about the whole, the overall issue about Donald Trump, like, you know, banning it. We, we use a TikTok as like the number one term. Like, that's the most popular app that is, um, you know, it, it touches the consumer, the average, the average user, and it uh, yeah, close to a billion users or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and most of those, most of those are in China because you know we got a got a billion yeah. people in China, right. but like, <laughs> um, they they most of those, most of those like, like you know, people know about it. So you know, Trump is using TikTok as the number one app, but like, it's a, it's a couple other apps in there. I don't. They have a couple lists on here of all these different apps that are. Um, other ones that would also get banned just like TikTok would if it, if it falls under the ruling. But they also point out that like America isn't the only country to ever start banning apps. Like mm. um, Russia bans apps all the time. China bans apps all the time. Uh, Saudi Arabia, Arabia, they ban apps all the time. They were saying like about 1,300 apps have been banned in like yeah. the past year alone. Right. Yeah, that's, that's why I mean, I was looking at that. And um, just the idea, well, one, I always think, too, like, be it that there's 1,300 apps just to get rid of. It's like, hey, how many apps are really out there? Out there? And then you think. Yeah, I mean, Tim Cook, was he used to glow. He was gloating about that, that Congress thing, man. He, he was like, yo, every chance they gave him, he said, we have over 1.3 million apps in the App Store. We have 1.3 million apps in the App Store. Like, anytime <laughs> somebody asked him a question, he would he mention, this is how many apps we got. We started with 500. But now we got 1.3 million. Like <laughs> that was his number. 
I mean, yeah, I mean, you, they got the money and the platform to back that, so it ain't really. It's like flexing, but I, I, yeah. I, I look at it. This, the, the, I, so yeah, thirteen, 1.3 mil is a lot, but thirteen thousand, thirteen hundred apps that still may cause a security risk. I, I feel like that's still a lot. There's anything? Well, that, it's it's not thirteen hundred apps that cause security risk. It's thir- the, the thirteen hundred was the thirteen hundred other apps that other countries have blocked or banned for whatever reason. Oh, you can't really even say that they were security risk or if they were just against the rules. I mean, of the of that country. So yeah, okay. like, so yeah, I get what you're saying. It may be different. Yeah. So I I, I was reading it as just something bad happens. I, yeah, I think we actually talked about that too previously. That sometimes, yeah, people may just it, apps may be banned just for not you know following the rules. Okay. Yeah, that makes okay. Now yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, China. You know, China has you know social rules and regulations about how people communicate. And the same thing with Saudi Arabia and Russia, basically in Norway as well. Norway's kind of weird about that, but um, nonetheless, they all got those issues where you know certain things, certain apps, certain communication can't be met unless you know they have some type of control over that communication. And if they don't have control over it, then they don't want it in there, whereas they can build it in-house. Like China is big on trying to be able to make everything China first because, you know, we all about America first. So (laughs) why not be China first type thing? I mean, I I would say that looking at this thing, uh, so the idea of apps being removed is nothing new. Um, Again, with TikTok being close to a billion, and you brought up an excellent point, too, um, I think just based off of a little bit of times I've used it, I've seen a lot of people that are quote unquote, you know, American just using. I mean, I don't think you can mm-hmm. really look at someone and say that American, right? <laughs> but yeah, you know, yeah, a lot yeah, of people yeah, that yeah, you know use it. But I mean, I, I guess the moral of the story is um, you just got to be in compliance. And I ain't really hurting because you know I grew up on Facebook. I mean, MySpace is uh, MySpace is definitely phased out. What, what's what's going on with MySpace? By the way, I think. Last time I heard, I think Justin Timberlake bought that or something like that. But. Yeah, that's like really the last thing I heard. And I think it actually <laughs> flopped a little bit further since then, because that was like 2014 <laughs> that he did that. And like I think I think it I think it went further down since then. It was like a music service when he took it over. Yeah, it's it's it's. Not yeah, <laughs> I mean I think I think for the most part, like I mean they they just. They kind of giving people an opportunity and at the same time, it's kind of shutting stuff down. Like they are shutting these apps down, but at the same time, it's potentially because like they're, they're geolocating them now. So like this is now an American app, like TikTok, if they get bought by Microsoft, it will be an American app type thing. And um, then it will be allowed into America. But if it's not restricted, if it's restricted out there, that really just gives um, Instagram more economic wealth. Yeah, you know I mean it gives them yeah. more a higher uh, uh, market share for America. And um, when it comes to other countries, that allows other app developers in other countries to go ahead and create their apps because they'll know at least in their country they got some power. When it comes to going internationally, they may not because that's what that's why Facebook is so damn popular and that's why Facebook's so damn power problematic because that's just a global. Uh, service similar to Google, it's just a global service. So they always are running into issues when it comes to laws that are on that particular land. Like whatever whatever land they on, they got to follow the rules at that location. And that's the same thing with why Apple and Google are complying here. Because I mean, if you want to play in America, you're playing by America's rules. 
Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's 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 one of those things where I think at the at, at its core, it just comes down to if you on my if you on my land, you got to play by my rules, right? I think too as far as the thirty the third the other uh, one thousand two hundred ninety nine apps that that had to suffer from bandage. Um, my advice to people is, man, just don't let porn get on your sites, man. That's all. That's, once porn gets on there, it's like it's done. It's downhill. So you know, look at happen with Periscope. But um, but yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> you see what happened to Periscope? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what happened. But anybody to, like last time I I had went over to that world, like that Periscope world, like that's what it was. It was like yeah, it was like OnlyFans before OnlyFans became OnlyFans. But you know that's that's it is, yeah. it is man. Um. Let's move on to the next article. Um, hundreds of apps have hidden tracking software used by the government. So this is a quick tidbit. I'm going to read these three bullet points that <laughs> came from the article. So the new report exposes how a federal contract has secretly put government tracking software into hundreds of mobile apps. The data, glean- the data gleaned from this tracking is then sold back to the U.S. government for undisclosed purposes. And lastly, uh, the thing that stuck out to me when, from as far as the whole article which says here, this tactic is deceptive because the tracking isn't disclosed. However, it appears to be totally legal. So, again, you know, we all just as much as we we're talking with the whole thing with TikTok and security issues, mm-hmm. uh, the idea that there is there are apps that we commonly use out there that have tracking in it that is purposely used by the government. It just really, it, it it confirms all of the conspiracy theorists theories out there. That, that, oh, yeah. Like, oh, Big Brother and being watched like, because, you know, and it's funny because, you know, it's, just, it's the whole idea of hiding in plain sight, right? But you have articles like this where information get put, put out there, but because we are so inundated with so much other information and these apps we use become of our daily life, whether it, whether it be an app we use to track, uh, you know, like health in, health stuff or how much we ate a day or, you know, a, t- a task manager or something like that. These apps we commonly use, but it's like when you hear stuff like their secret secret tracking is being placed in there by tr- contractors that the government uses for their own purposes that there's nothing we can do about it. Like it completely blows that, you know, people, the numerous people, I guess, on TV, uh, politicians will say that they'll try, they'll allude to, uh, trying to debunk all of the conspiracy theorists, like what they, the things they talk about and stuff. But these articles where it's proven coming from a reliable source, you know, opens that question. It opens that whole uh, argument back up of like what's really going on here. And I see, honestly, just the idea of that, it makes me think second, it makes me second guess about how much I should actually be using uh, my phone because we don't really use phones to make phone calls anymore. I mean, that's, no. that's a, functionality we have on there but we pretty much use apps to manage our life whether it be managing our tasks we have to do or entertainment so what you got to say about that mike yeah i mean uh uh that 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 one that that part they were talking about that's like the the having a credible source that's like the one thing that separates a conspiracy theorist from like uh, a genius, I guess, like, like conspiracy theorists be, they sound crazy a little bit, but if they have credible sources, yeah. then they, 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 they telling the truth. But when they don't, the hard part about a conspiracy theorist is that it's hard for them to give you credible sources. And when the sources that they give you, 
I mean, like when you try to do the breadcrumbs, it doesn't really lead anywhere useful. And it's, it's that's 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 the part where it kind of makes you seem like a conspiracy theorist, rather than rather than just somebody telling you some good information. Mm. Like in this case here, like they have documentation, they have information, and you you can go there and see that, like, yeah. We're we're tracking you, and these these companies are tracking you and sending that information back to the government, um, and and it's proof. Like like all the conspiracy theorists run around and be like, "Yo, I told you so," and it was like, "Yeah, you told us, and we kind of knew already, but we needed the proof." And like that was that was the one thing that y'all didn't have was the proof. And like in this case, the proof is there, um, and I already seen how this thing is actually happening because we do this a lot with our clients that we have for stuff. And I mean, I'm. Basically, I've been working in like the the web development field for like at least since one two thousand and eight, and like I've been basically using software that does that exact purpose for websites: is tracking your information or tracking, giving you anonymous track data about what a person does when they go to a website, and um, that tracking capability is only just advanced now that we got mobile phones, like. Back when it was just websites, it was just website tracking on your yeah. desktop. But now that you got a mobile phone that has sensors, it got GPS, it got all these things on. You can find out whether somebody Bluetooth or is on or off at that moment. Yeah. Like all this information that's given to you, I mean, it's it's hard to say that you're not being tracked. And um, in a lot of cases with these apps, like large companies like Google and Facebook, yeah, we know they're tracking you, but they're tracking you in house. And that's that's kind of the minute difference is like they're in-house tracking. They're not necessarily going to a third party all the time. Sometimes they are, but not all the time. They're mostly doing as much as they can in-house. But these smaller apps that, you know, they need tracking services, they have to go to a third party. But they're not because they're not about to build tracking software in their house. They're not going yeah, to try to yeah. figure out how to track somebody. It's too cumbersome, yeah. Yeah, so they'll just go to a third party like this Anomaly 6 and be like, hey, I know you got tracking software. Let's add it to our software. Let's yeah. add it to our app. And <laughs> we work with you to get that to get that tracking data. And the wrong part or what they, you know, the like like you said, the, with the last subhead, it was like, um, it's technically legal for them to do it. Yeah. I really, I really don't know how it's legal, but it kind of can be. I think, I, <laughs> That's can, just weird. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think because of the anomaly, anomaly part of it, because it's kind of anonymous because you can get numbers on phones and like, you, you know, you get, you get identification numbers. Like I can get your social security number, but I don't have your name. I mean, and like, they, you, okay, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like it has like the laws and regulations need to come up to a point and say, what is considered identifiable information at some point? Because just cause I don't have your name don't mean I don't have everything else about you. Right. You know I, mean? I was like, going to say like, if you, if you got somebody social, you got more than their name, you got their blood type, you got where they was right. born. You got right. All that. right. And, <laughs> that, and, that, and that's, and that's what they, that's how they usually go about it when they say like, we don't have, you're, we don't know who you are, but we are tracking you. Like even even with something that's as commercially used as Google Analytics, um, you can still figure out what type of phone they have and like what version of went uh, of Android or iOS and what browser they were using when they was looking at your website, what time they was looking at it, all that stuff. But like like with this software that they're talking about here, with adding on to the whole app itself. Um, and one of the examples that they were using was like, yeah, I may not know your name, but I can look at the logs and see that between this time and this time, your phone didn't move at all. 
Yeah, I mean, right, so exactly, I can assume yeah. <laughs> I can assume that between this time you was probably sleep. And if you were sleep and it was around sometime at night, you probably home. So I can deduce that I mean that you are at your house. So I technically know where you live. I don't necessarily need to know the address. I know the exact location where your phone is. So I can know your room. I mean, I don't need to know. I don't have to sit at you. I don't have to say go to such and such address. I just go to the GPS. Right. I just I mean, go to where the pen is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, and like, I mean, at that point, like they, they the idea of being anonymous is it's fickle, man. It don't really mean nothing. If like if if anonymous means that, yo, you don't know my name, you don't necessarily know what I look like. Yeah, I mean, that's that's not necessarily enough to be considered not personal or private information. They need to actually go deeper into what is considered private information and what is yours versus what is open to the public to be at, to have access to. Yeah, I think that it's the whole thing of like, I, just because I don't know your name don't mean I don't know you as well. There's been babies that's been made and people don't know who their name, the name of the partner is. So like that, that's, yeah. that's wild to me. Uh, in, in, the, what's, in the article, what sticks out, it says here, uh, the report from the Wall Street Journal makes it clear that the tracking software of Anomaly 6 appears in over 500 mobile applications. However, Anomaly 6 would not disclose the apps with which partners. And then down here it says that um, it could be hidden in the, in, the, in the terms and conditions, but it's a waste of time because they said the developers don't have to put the, it's not about they don't have to put the terms and conditions per se. So I don't know, man, it, it gets real sticky. And that mm-hmm. what's, again, the scary thing about it is too, is that they throw the word, this has the word government on it. Like if it was something where it was, um, and to, to, to some, you maybe to a baby boomer that's trying to get used to using all these apps, they look at that as like, that's not so much of a bad thing. But for us, we look at it like, yeah, like when the government is tracking you, like, come on, man. What, it, and it's, and it, <laughs> yeah, and, and in most cases, this probably came from some CEO, some, some simple-minded CEO marketing motherfucker that just was like, we need to make more money. We're not making enough money working with these other app developers. Let's work with the government. I mean, we we already work with these apps. Like, like I mean, just to give an example, they could be running on like I, one of the apps I use a lot is Planet Fitness. Another one I use a lot is uh is the Fitbit app. I mean, they could mm. they could anomaly six anomaly six. <laughs> they they, they, t- they could technically yeah, I mean, you say six times. I get it right. I mean, like. They could technically be partnered up with Planet Fitness and Fitbit and they could be doing tracking on their apps and then they collect all of that data and then they just turn it around and sell it off to the government as another client and technically as anonymous because it doesn't have your name or your address associated with it. It just has information about your phone. I mean, technically everything that you did on your phone and that should be that's technically giving it the rule and be anonymous when they hand it over from the client that one of their clients over to another one of their clients. And that's, that's basically where they're prop they're trying to get away with the legal side of it is saying that it's anonymous, but technically that they have to be able to find a way to deal with that because hand it over. That's one person's and that's one company's information. You got a contract with that company, the data that you give over shouldn't be able to go to another client and be able to transition for, cause just because that client is the government. Um, that, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, like just the idea of uh, when it's so it sounds like really the issue here is locking down the, the proper definite the legal definition for anonymous because right. you can't say, oh, for example, 
when it's anonymous because we don't we're not collecting this person's name and address we're just getting their social security number but then you go sell that back to the government and we get our social security numbers from the government it's like so what right. is, what, what's going like i don't know what type of legal jargon you would use for that but that's pretty that's it's like lying honestly that like you can't say it's anonymous but we only taking this little bit of information but the people that you're selling this to they make the information that you're stealing or that you're that you're taking without us knowing so I don't know, man. That it's a, it's a, uh, it gets sticky. I mean, I would just hope that um, they they ain't up to no malicious intent. You know, government. They always are, yo. They always <laughs> are, yo. That's, and that's the problem. Like you know that they dragging us. They 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 collecting this information so they can find a better way to control us. It's not something that we'll know right now, but it's something that we'll know in like ten years. That back in twenty twenty, something happened. That they did start collecting all this data and it's relevant to us in 2030. 20, that's yeah. that's just kind of the way that it is. It's a cyber tech war, man. I mean, all we revealed in due time, you know, we just gonna win. That's yeah. all. But uh, yeah. but uh, let's jump into this last article, man. Uh, free internet coming for 35,000 Philly families, city schools, Com- Comcast to spend 17 million on digital equity plan. Um, in the, in the article, it talks about uh, using broad like broadband connection or something like that in order for to to give low income communities uh, the internet service. I mean, I, I think this my my humble but honest opinion is that when you're talking about free stuff from Comcast, it's it. So as if anyone, if you've paid attention to it, you drive around and it's always like an Xfinity. Uh, if you have your Wi-Fi on, it's like Xfinity may pop up as a um, connection, right, that you can connect to. I just mm-hmm. feel like, really, this whole thing was going on here may just be a front for maybe boosting uh, the connectivity uh, availability for that service. I know Comcast has tried to, and, and it's really, it's, I guess it's a way of, um, you can have free internet by just having an account, but the, but the internet service is trash. Uh, it just providing this for low income. It, it's not like they getting uh, these low income communities is getting any type of files, anything, right? Any, it's not the, it's not the. Yeah, yeah, they're not, so. they're not getting like a hundred megabits up and down type yeah. speed. They, they getting just enough to say that it's broadband. Right. <laughs> I mean, so that they can download a YouTube video here and there and be able to connect online. Um, I mean, like I, I found this article interesting just because I remember when. Um, they were actually trying to push, and I mean, they still push it around here. Uh, the Comcast Internet Essentials Program, that was like back in 2009 that I remember them doing that, just to see that they're actually like giving it away. Because originally it was like a discounted program where um, if you had a kid, like specifically if you, if you had a kid that was in school um, under a certain age and you had a situation where you had to, you know, get uh, financial assistance through some type of government program, then Comcast would come in and, you know, give you some major discount, almost to the point of potentially free um, for <laughs> internet access. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, like, yeah, I mean, just just enough, you know, you probably pay like a dollar or something. But um, even even with this one that they're doing for Philly, like they're, they, they have a two year limit on it. So for two years, they're going to give you free internet. And then most of this is because, you know, the whole COVID situation, but hopefully, you know, it's also an attempt to, you know, let you test it out and, you know, try to get off your feet with it and then eventually make it your, your dominant thing. You actually pay for it. Um, but at the same time, yeah, you're right. Like they are trying to just put out more Wi-Fi uh, antennas everywhere. Like that's been their answer to 4G since yeah. they 
since 4G really came out because um, Comcast doesn't necessarily have a, a a wireless internet service like like a cellular service. They like in Baltimore, they partner up with Verizon, which is crazy because all in a lot of other places, Verizon is their competitor for files. But in in here for cable, there's Comcast. Files can't really they can't put their cables down in the city, um, but they do have the best uh, cellular service in the city. So Comcast partners with Verizon over cellular. So it's right. Comcast and then Verizon Wireless, and like that's that their answer to having not having it and it has been not just pushing it. out that wireless everywhere right. like that's that, the thing they do and this is what i was going to say it's funny about that is uh, i i'm actually um because i'm baltimore native switch plans so for that i actually have xfinity mobile right that's the mm-hmm. service i use and it's not it ain't too bad i mean of course because they partner with verizon right <laughs> so right, it, right, right. it's not that bad but it's, again i think it just speaks to um they partner with whoever their, their local is. Like mm-hmm. like what they what they saying here on Philly is um that they partner with T Mobile. So, oh, so they just, okay, All right. so yeah, so, yeah, so yeah, yeah, they just partner with, with whoever whoever yeah. the dominant one, whoever the dominant wireless service is. That's who they partner with in that location. I wonder how that works though, because I got it they, in. They sell it, it in. Xfinity but, Mobile, right? Right, it's sell yeah, so this Xfinity Mobile pops up on my phone, but the I know it's through Verizon, but now that I'm in Atlanta, like I don't know how that works. Like, the, okay, uh, like maybe they, it's still is yeah. Comp God Google does the same thing with that Google Fi service. They they call them M M what is it N V M O or N V M O one of the two. N the N and the M is interchangeable, whatever. I don't know, <laughs> but then one of the two it up. Yeah, I mean, but um, it's basically when you're a company that just you create a company and your whole part businesses selling other people's products and basically like if you if you you can be i can like i could start a company now selling verizon service and i can call it like bohemia wireless or something i just have to be able to build up the, the, the clientele i mean and i do the support and i do the servicing of it but i'm using verizon cave verizon services i'm using verizon's antennas i mean and i just pay verizon under the table and I only give them a smaller percentage because I actually do the customer management. Like that's mm-hmm. that like you can you can get away with a lot of stuff like that. And that's what Comcast basically does with that Xfinity Mobile. They just they partner with whatever service they call it, Xfinity Mobile, but they just pay whoever the local primary provider is in the background until they get their money up to start building up their own antennas. When they get their own antennas, then you know, forget all the rest of them. Right, everything gonna break off. I wonder I wanna do the competitors. Like, do they really take note of this and think like one day this is what's going to try, this is what they're going to try to do? Because I feel like even with like taking it back to uh, the the previous article we was talking about with uh, TikTok and all of the shenanigans going on with that, like what's happened before, uh, they've taken the story component that came from Snapchat on like Facebook has taken a story component and just implemented it into. Uh, their platform because they couldn't buy. I think they wanted to buy Snapchat. And for a weird fact, I heard that they was trying to buy Snapchat. Google was trying to buy Snapchat at one point for $30 billion and they turned it down. I don't know what the world they had planned, but you know, yeah, they, they went from 30, 30 billion on the table to now we have your functionality. So I, I think yeah. that's, that when those, those type of business, that business logic and what goes on at those levels, man, it seems that there's a lot of hit or miss and, a lot of pridefulness that goes on because it's almost uh, looking at taking it back to what we're talking about now. Like if I was a, a, a 
a wireless internet provider and I'm knowing that these guys are partnering with me and just trying to really study what I got going on to duplicate what I'm doing or mm-hmm. try to implement their own thing. I don't, I don't, I would feel like, you know, it may be because I ain't at that level. I wouldn't understand, but I'm like, I'm not, why would I try to give you my business model just for you to try to implement and steal my customers? But Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of companies that do that white label type business model where they got their own product. Like even with with like WordPress, we sell the WordPress website. So a lot of clients, um, we got that business model where you can go to WordPress.com or you can take WordPress as your own and build your own web agency where you're building WordPress sites. And like, I mean, and you basically have a white label version of WordPress where you're just building using that. It's, I mean, it's the same thing with a lot of business models out there where you can sort of put your own brand on a product that's really somebody else's. They do that all the time, you know, like T-shirts, like yeah. you can sell coffee mugs and, you know, a coffee mug is generic. You don't know where it came from, but you can slap <laughs> your own label on it and put your own brand on it. And it's, it's your coffee mug that's now. Right. Right. I mean, like that, that business model is crazy. But yeah, in the, in the cases like when it's a large company, like if I'm if I'm Verizon and I know another company like Comcast is trying to partner with me, I know in the back of my mind, the only reason they partner with me is to try to take my business in the future. Right. I, I was sitting there saying to myself that I know from a like just like so in in the marketing uh in, in the marketing arena, what typically happens is people have they use a lot of the same tactics and tricks that, you know, trying to get a lead and stuff like that that other people may use, but Typically, mm-hmm. what's known is they call it the back end process. Pretty much after you've already acquired the customer, or gotten the lead, um, the back end process because the people who was trying to duplicate you don't have that. You'll be mm-hmm. fine, or it's nothing to be afraid of. I'm not. I'm thinking to myself, maybe it's that same thing, like when it comes to bigger companies and white label services. Like I, I feel that because I'm saying the thing about it. I mean, Comcast has been around for some time, or maybe they want to go into Xfinity. You know, it's the same difference, but um. I know yeah. they've been around. They if they choose the white label, you know, buy into Verizon services. I, I know for a fact that Verizon services is different from Comcast services, just from my so I'm thinking maybe mm-hmm. it's something like that where they like, okay, you can just go ahead and take it. We got other things on lock. So but yeah, yeah. You, you never know. These business models are crazy, man. And they, they do all that just to fool the customer at the end of the day. And they act like I got the customers back. I got the customers back, right? Come to me. Come to me, I got you. Exactly, exactly. Okay, they don't be can. <laughs> but um, they didn't know, man. I mean, me, my little tenure working for Comcast, I I know, you know, I, I'm pretty much probably the best customer service I've given some of these people. But it is what it is, <laughs> man. But um, that's all we got for you all today. Uh, this is the weekly tech wrap up. I think we had some really good topics today. I was really feeling the energy with these, man. Maybe it's because some stuff is current, is going on, and you know, mm-hmm. a lot of people didn't know about it. But uh, I'm really feeling. I'm looking forward to seeing what comes of a lot of these things we covered today. But um, for those who are watching, you're still with us. We want you all to like, comment, subscribe, and follow us on all the platforms that we're on. Uh, if you pretty much Google the Weekly Tech Wrap-Up, uh, you'll find us on all the primary, all the best uh, podcasting platforms. So just uh, come check us out. we also at bohemia.media, where that's our platform. We are constantly building up and adding things on to it. And um, we appreciate all of you all's um 
being here with us. And if you want, leave a comment below. In fact, we encourage you to leave comments. Give us some feedback, suggestions on what we can actually do to just make it a better experience for you all. And just, you know, for all, just, or even if you want to make us feel good, you know, say that we're doing a good job. We appreciate those things as well. But um, that's pretty much all I got, man. Mike, you got anything else? Yeah, man. I mean, that's that's basically it, man. Yeah, just comment and share, like, and all that stuff. Show the support, man. Just show the support. That's all. Um, I appreciate it. I appreciate all the little comments that I do see here and there. Because, like, when I'm checking the back end services to see, like, what who's on what, where where's the traffic going, where are people looking and seeing the stuff. I mean, we we do get people that mention and bring bring up comments, and it's probably got it's partially my phone. I don't, I don't get a chance to get back to everybody, but. I'm listening. I'm seeing, and just just give us give us advice, and we'll, we'll make sure we put it in there. I might do. I think we. I'm. I will talk about doing like newsletters and stuff, or giving some type of community or something where they can just you know feel like they immediately can connect with us, so that they don't. I don't have to like search around for where where they are <laughs> and all that stuff. But yeah, man, just follow, share, subscribe, and all that stuff. And uh, we got more story for y'all. We got a whole lot coming. The news ain't stopping no time soon. Right. Excellent, man. Excellent. Well, yeah, man. Y'all know this is Weekly Tech Wrap Up, episode 18. It's Mike Bennett, Mike Baker. Thank you for, thank you for having you all today. Signing out. Peace. Peace. <laughs>